0: I'm Louis Simmons here with Dave Hoff at Westside Barbell, and this is the Conjica Club. Uh, today, we want to interview Dave Hoff. He's uh, actually become the greatest co-official powerlifter of all time, the biggest totals of all time, the biggest Mitch Beat of all time, the greatest co-official squad of all time. I, I, I could go on and on, but I uh, just want to ask Dave a few questions. Uh, you know, Dave, uh, how old were you when you started Westside? It's been years.
1: Um, I remember the first time I came in here, I was 14 years old um i was but a wee child i turned okay so i probably got in here at like late fall so i would say it was august of like mm-hmm. and then i was 14 and then in december i turned 15 so like you know i got here when i was 14 but pretty much like my full year of training here i was probably 15 years mm-hmm.
0: old that's what i've always said um you know in the beginning you know you got chuck Vogelpohl and all these lifters and who was uh, who influenced you the most in the very beginning i know jeff adams has run the, the night yeah when you came and well who influ- influenced you a lot
1: Well, I will say first and foremost, um, there, it was Travis Fletcher. There was a guy Mm -hmm. named Travis Fletcher and, um, I'd see him, there was a, there was a local gym, um, down the street from my house that I always trained at. And, um, one day I saw him in there with a bench press shirt and I was like, Hey man, what do I got to do to do that? And he would, he brushed me off three or four times and I kept coming back because I wanted to try that fucking weird thing that made you bench five plates. And I'd (laughs) never seen a 500 pound bench. So, um, he, he let me have a workout and then, uh, Long story short, Travis, Travis brought me over here and, for a workout, and uh, that's when I ran into Bob. So, uh, Bob, that, Coe. yeah, Bob Coe. Yep. Bob Coe he tore his tricep off, and that was when um, Bob looked at me and he goes, "Well, you know, you're, that was, I was there so Bob could." Um, so. I my strength wasn't nothing, and that's, like, Bob's injured strength. So, like, all, like, the weak people trained with the injured people to bring them back so they could be normal again. You know what I mean? So I was, like, Bob's, like, retard train partner just to get him back to getting into meets. And that's what he told me. He told me that. He was like, oh, this is – you're just here just so I can get back into meets and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> somebody I can try to keep up with. So I was like, well, okay. Uh, I didn't really know much about powerlifting. Um, Gritter was there, Jeff Gritter Adams. Um, so those are probably the two – it was probably Bob and Gritter and then Travis was there so he was always kind of in the mix there in the beginning
0: and uh, in the beginning you had a football background cuz i told you basically forget football when you got out of yeah Ohio.
1: you remember 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 texas remember the big dude from texas that's a&m right. oh yeah that's who i that's who we trained with when we first started yep. so you had this big old country boy from texas he played for <laughs> texas a&m and he was strong and and big. It was funny. He was strong. It was funny. He couldn't begin to
0: put Matt, Matt uh, Smith's briefs on. Matt yeah. was three seventy.
1: No, he couldn't deadlift for shit. Memory couldn't oh, deadlift. Yeah. He, dude couldn't yeah. deadlift five hundred pounds, but he could. He could floor press five hundred, and he could squat anything.
0: Well, you know, um, moving on here. How old were you when you set your first world
1: record? <clears throat> um, like all-time, all-time world record? All-time,
0: but we'll first talk team because I remember you doing, you know. Well,
1: the first meet I did I actually, so pretty much when I first started out, the first meet I tried to bench, it was a bench <laughs> meet. It was a Circleville bench press meet. We all went down there, and um, that's when, like, 600 was humongous bench press, and everybody, that's when, like, Travis was benching 600. Yeah, yeah. and um, So, like, this, this must have been 2,000, maybe two or three, something like that, three, something, and um um, I, uh, the first meet I did, it was a, the Circleville bench press meet. And I think I benched for 440 and I missed Kenny Patterson's record. So the first meet I ever did, I was trying teenage world records, if mm-hmm. you want to call them that. Um, I think the most substantial world record as a teenager I ever did was when I squatted a thousand five when I was 19. Um, and then that same meet, I benched 680 and, I uh, pulled 745, which, which I will always. The, the squat is pretty impressive, but you don't see a lot of youngsters pulling seven hundred no, and fifty deadlifts.
0: No, no, they buried you in the squat there. You and Phil Herring both broke world records, and they well, were burying you.
1: Well, if you watch the video on YouTube, if if you watch the video on YouTube, you'll see Chuck, because he he was. I remember Chuck was all fucking up in arms. He's going to squat. You know, you can't let this be a high squat because you know, back we back he, he wanted to make sure everybody's shit was on par. Oh, we yeah. you know Chuck oh, was yeah. always crazy about that and. Um, if you look in the video he stands up and walks past and shakes my hand like with a seal of approval and it was fucking insane like you just see' it was well I know uh
0: you know I know you' were the youngest a total twenty 25 when I was
1: yeah when I was in that same meet I totaled twenty four thirty right when I was nineteen I thought it
0: was twenty four forty five. yeah it's twenty four thirty okay sick close but enough he was the first to total Twenty-four. Yeah, 25. I was the
1: I was the first teenager to total twenty-four hundred. Um, I was the youngest to total twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six, twenty-seven, twenty-eight, twenty-nine, and three.
0: Yeah, and you've hit three three thousand three times.
1: Correct, three times. And
0: only Donnie Thomas, our good buddy, has done it. At super yeah, Heavy he did it one time. Yeah,
1: one time, three hundred eighty-five pounds.
0: Now, and, I, and when are you gonna pay attention to me for once and uh, drink in four or five Gatorades and get that record in our gym?
1: I think I think this <laughs> will be the year you probably see me grace the super heavyweight division. Um, um, i 've never okay, so whenever you showed me the whole prelience chart thing and i and I finally understood work capacity at what you know w- what weights require what work capacity, mm-hmm. I think I put on muscle and body weight that mm-hmm. way, doing these kind of squats. Um and squatting in particular, I think it made me gain about fifteen pounds. So you know, I, I dude I came after the WPO here in November, you know, I just took some time off, you know, I let my dude high you know, restorative stuff. I wasn't really training, but I was doing like hypers, abs, just normal sled dragon shit. And uh I didn't lose any weight. So this is the first time I've started a training cycle at two hundred ninety six pounds. So, so. you
0: so you'll actually start back at a higher level than normal. Correct. Good. That's that's the whole point of training. Yeah.
1: You gain something.
0: You don't want to go, go all the way back down the mountain just to get try to get back up again.
1: No um, numbers are important. Weight weight classes aren't then, necessarily important. So
0: uh, in the open division, uh, when when did you set your first world record? Uh, you know, that I would
1: know. have been the same meet that AJ 28-25. Oh. Remember, it was uh, down in uh, Tennessee, Tennessee at a at a SPF um, Ironman meet. It was at a uh, Ch- Chattanooga. I want to say, I want to say that was two thousand eleven.
0: That uh, I remember you guys both broke, broke world records. Mm-hmm. Laura Phelps broke Was the greatest day of my life.
1: Yeah. AJ totaled uh, twenty eight twenty five, and I had the flu the whole – I was like, dude, I, I, try, I hate comparing myself to Chuck, but I always I – always, I, I, I remember when I was young, I'd be like, how the fuck does this dude go right into the meat and then like all of a sudden get sick and then it's just all this crazy shit happens? Well, before that, mean, I had I had the flu and I would lost like 12 pounds, so like I was I was taking camel flu. Like I, did, I didn't think I had the flu and I was puking. Like, so that was an important one for me, because I remember I was chasing Yarnbash forever and ever and ever, and, and I remember I was in those low 26, and then Yarnbash came out of nowhere and totaled 2799 and that's when uh, Jonas totaled 27.99 and here was me and AJ coming in there, and uh yeah, uh, it was a ballbuster, but I totaled 2805 that day, and AJ totaled 2825
0: and uh, I, I remember uh, uh, Ratton or whatever from Finland. Yeah. he totaled 29 56 it broke aj's record and you told me because there's a meet in cincinnati in two weeks and ah, i'll go down and get that record i it. was and like you went down and got it
1: yes i uh um what was i gonna say uh um oh um that was shortly after so we had a big year that year that's when so that's the meet donnie totaled three thousand. if you want to rewind yeah um it was huge numbers aj squad i mean aj totaled twenty eight fifty five, and that was huge right and um And I totaled twenty nine ten that meet, and and um, Donnie totaled three thousand. So those were huge. And then and then like two months later was the bull farm meet. It was like we lifted in August, September, October was bull farm, and then Jonas comes out of motherfucking nowhere, dude, and he squatted the biggest squat of all time, twelve sixty seven. He benched eight fifty four, and I think he pulled eight twenty six. He totaled twenty nine fifty four, and I was like, get the fuck, what the fuck, dude? It's like just when you think you you went somewhere, then it was like, nah, just kidding. And so that you know. I took that personally, and I didn't like that. I don't like to fucking get beat, you know. Um, so I think we went from October. That was October, November, December, and I went. That was the first time I squatted twelve. Um, I did a twelve, a nine. I want to say it was a twelve hundred, a nine. Maybe it was a nine sixty, and I think I pulled around eight hundred, and it was twenty nine sixty. So I beat him by yep, like four I pounds, remember, five pounds. I remember because you had better me. Yes, I gave you stitches. That was a good thing. We have to talk about the push.
0: <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Yes,
1: that was good. So <laughs> it, this isn't anything new. Like everybody always gets on me. Like I mean, I, I'll read inter—I'll read comments on the internet where people are like, "Why does he push those that help him?" If you know, he should. Blah blah blah. You know, they. You they, always they... hurt the one you love. Yes, dude. I get see. You can't, man. When you get in them fight or flight modes, oh, it's, it. it's people don't understand. Like. Um, when you get when you go to that place, it's a, it's a place that only like maybe one percent of the population will ever get and that will ever understand. Um, adrenaline's a hell of a drug and it does crazy things. You're
0: you're actually one of four people, in my opinion, that could go to that place that no one's ever gone. Uh, Mike Bridges, Eddie Cohen, Sean Frankel, and now you—you've taken it up to another
1: level. Well, I'll, I'll, this is a testament to this gym. It's not just me and my mind. It's—it's it's more so where I where I started with right, who was placed. Yeah, it was who. Um, I wasn't allowed to think a certain way. Like if I missed mm-hmm. a weight, they my mind was structured to be like more like what the fuck was that? Not oh no, I missed this weight. Mm-hmm. Um, there was no bitch ass. You weren't allowed to like. Um, you were brainwashed to be this way, and you either were this way or you were you were the fuck out of here, and that's how it was. And I learned at a very young age, very quickly, um, if they if they're calling weight, you just get under it. You
0: you were surrounded by world record holders. You had Bob Coe kind of overseeing you. And you had a great system. Yeah, and then you, you responded, and it's, it's it's amazing to me.
1: Yeah, it's um, it took me, you know, I, I guess I was saying like, um, how could I put it? Um, I'm I'm hard headed. I'm sure that you know that. Uh, but uh, um, no, you're
0: no, you're just different.
1: Well, yeah, well, I guess that's what I'm, makes you great. Well,
0: I've never seen. I, he's abnormal. Show me a normal person, and they'll give me normal results. He's abnormal. He gets abnormal results, and that's what an athlete. You know, if it wasn't, I tell people, if he was in the NFL equivalent to powerlifting, you'd rush for two hundred fifty yards a game every every of Sunday. Every Sunday of every year, it would be a joke for you to do that.
1: Well, this is what I'll say, something that I think a lot of people don't take into consideration. Um, it's one thing to break world records. It's one thing uh, to, to get to the top and stay on the top, but to keep pushing it and then to keep pushing it and then to keep pushing it and then to keep pushing it some more and then to figure okay. out ways to stay motivated.
0: Year yeah. um, after year. Yeah. Now, I remember I told you after a while because I said, Dave, there's no one to beat. You had to beat yourself. You have to get numbers in your head. And you're a numbers guy.
1: Yeah. You always every, show me
0: your fucking computer. Yes, sir. Oh, look at this. If, if I not, just not, add right.
1: these numbers together, it makes <laughs> the biggest total of all time. And
0: then you do it. Yeah. Now I got a question. I don't even know if you can answer. All right. How many total records have you broken? World records? Do you know?
1: Uh, I could tell. I know every. I, I can pretty much tell you every meet I've ever done and what I did in those meets.
0: I mean, pretty much every. meet So
1: um, it, it would be like twenty thirty. I'm gonna say twenty eight oh five. I'm gonna say at least twenty. Yeah, on, I'm gonna okay. say between fifty. I'll say fifteen on the low end, twenty on the high end, mm-hmm. and that's all time rec That that's just totals. I think not not including squat. Watch. I think the squat I had the eleven ninety, the twelve ten. That's two, but I think what a lot of people. What I was gonna, think, dude, man, like just it's it just doing it once is hard. Like I use AJ's example. He did it one time, and that was all AJ could could muster, and that's fu- and it was incredible. Like I mean, that's not a, that's not a knock on AJ, no, but like to stay there and keep doing it and then have your body not fall apart. You know what I mean? And then keep pushing the issue or keep pushing it up. That's where.
0: Well, uh, AJ, you know, he'd always ask me why guys quit. And I said, I have no idea. And then a year later, he, he told me personally that um, he quit because he couldn't see himself doing more. Well, you've always seen yourself to be able to do more.
1: I learned this because I was here at such a long, young age. And this is why I think I benefit um, a lot more of our normal people or anybody that even has been here 10 years, you know, dude, I bet this will be my 18th year here. You know what I'm saying? So, like, over the course of 18 years, I've seen patterns. Yeah. I see people, they come in, they act a certain way, they do, they, they have a lot of success, they do certain things, and then they drop off. You know, I, I saw Chuck come in, have a lot of success, have, have some hiccups, and then kind of fall off. I saw Greg come in, you know, have a lot of success, have some hiccups, fall off. Mm-hmm. I saw AJ come in, have you know, so I saw this, and it was like a period of years. I would see, like, it would take them three to four years, the really good top-end guys. Chuck's different story, but the most of those other guys would leave chuck in his own category but um the, it would be like three or four years so i was like man if i just get outside that four years and there's gonna i just knew that there would be this time coming up in in four years or like and that when that fifth year started approaching i just knew in my head these other guys ran into this and all i had to do is get through it no matter what it was so um there's just things like little weird shit like that that i took i saw i saw patterns of guys that had success and fell off and i was like well that's i'm not going to follow in those motherfuckers' footsteps. So I just you and
0: know. you followed greatness, a lot of people have just mediocre lifters, and that's all they can become is mediocre lifters, but you mm-hmm. come out of a gym where everybody's breaking records one after another, so it seemed you know I mean no matter what you was able to do it, but you did it, and you have the greatest coefficient squats of all time, right, yeah, the two top.
1: yeah the well the twelve ten that was at two seventy one um the twelve seventy I did that I did that at two hundred and eighty four pounds um and then the then the th- yeah. Yeah.
0: And the greatest coefficient totals.
1: Yeah, the 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 greatest coefficient total so I have the biggest total several times. Yeah, three times over. The biggest um the first time I broke I beat Sean Frankel yeah. was what? twenty twenty nine sixty 2965. 2965.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That was the first time I beat Frankel's it, 198 coefficient.
0: Did you go to
1: 3000 after that or what was it 3005 well, or what was the next up? No. So, let's see. I'm trying to think. I totaled 3005 and 20 20- uh tw- see 2011 that was uh that was august of 2011 um no 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 i take that back that was 2013 at the westside pro invitational yeah. yeah and um so i went let's see that totaled 2805 in a, in a 2011 and and then all of like 12 um that's when i started hitting all the 29s like 2921 i went i went to the apf nationals and did that Everybody said I'd squat 100 pounds less, total 200 pounds less because I went to the strict judging. You know what I mean? Oh.
0: Well, you've lifted everywhere. Dude, all I- the federate, IPF, <laughs> APF, SSP, you've done it all everywhere, and you answered the bell every time. There's never
1: – to me, it doesn't matter the three letters. It, it, in a sense, it does, but um, I'm going to go – doesn't, dude, it doesn't matter to me. You know what I mean? To me, I, I know where I lift. I, I hold myself. And that's why I tell people out there the internet's kind of ruined a lot of this shit. Yeah. Um, I hold myself to more of a higher standard than anybody out there will ever do. So, like somebody criticizing me is like, like, dude, I I, I see that and more. You know what I'm saying? Like,
0: I said the other day, wolves don't hear sheep's cry.
1: That is also true. Numbers talk and bullshit walks. So That's if you right. ain't got the numbers, don't spout your mouth off. Yeah. It's like
0: I know this club has 20 of the top 25 all-time totals. You're responsible for a lot of them, but I mean, you made this club. You know, in the recent times where Chuck and, and Greg and everyone came up, um, you've taken over and kept this club at the very top. And uh, other litters have to look at you, and they have to rise to the top as well. I'm always pushing my group to, for more and more and more. You know, this isn't a place to come work it's out.
1: A, it's a responsibility. It's That's like right. um, um, I've given – it's like – and not this is where people go wrong. You have not asked me to stay here and do anything i do this because i want to do it you yeah. know what i mean oh yeah i'm here because i love Westside Barbo. I i i've dedicated my life to the what it, this whatever call it, my my line of work uh my body of work i've dedicated my life to that so um what was it quite you what would you ask me real quick uh, you spoke too soon i had a for top
0: top totals but how you've you've taken the reins
1: yeah you know, right so, now
0: if you mentioned dave dave hall it's West Side, or West, West Side is Dave Hall. You know? Yeah, so... You're synonymous with the word West Side
1: that is what That was my all-time goal when I right. first came here. I saw... When I first got here, Chuck was the man, and... Um, you know, he was of the forefront. When you thought of Westside, you thought of Chuck, and I was like, "Man, that's awesome! I, I want to be there someday." Yeah. And um, I knew when you know, as as you go as you go through the years of Westside, you know, people come and they go, and you see people that you look up to. They leave, you know what I mean? And you take you start, you know, people like Gritter. You know what I mean? You just take leadership stuff from everybody like Gritter, and yeah. what 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 is what is a, what is required of a group? What 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 is required of trading partners if you don't do A B C D and you can get the fuck out of here? So like, you. Um, You start learning what that it's almost like a position that is like I told you has responsibility. You you almost have to delegate and keep every like let everybody know that there's consequence. And I think that's a lot that sets this gym apart. From a lot of other any other places, there's consequence here, and that's why a a lot of people don't fucking last here, and it's why a lot of people won't come here, and they'll go down the road to um, extreme fitness, or they'll go down to the fucking just wherever, just any because they, they don't want to come here and have and have to have their ass checked.
0: We've uh, as you well know, Dave, you've seen and been here a long time. We've had to ask a lot of world record holders leave the gym. It's hard to do It is because it takes a lot of work to build someone up and re- represent it, the club, but they have to represent it correctly or they're not it's not a it's right. not
1: a one time thing, man. Like just because you break a world record, it, there's more required of you. That's what people don't understand. People when they come here, they 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 get this sense that if they do this, they'll be able just to like relax and that's mm. it. They when it's almost like a blessing and a curse. Yeah, you broke a world record. Yeah, that's great. Well, now you need to do more. It's not like that's, right. that's where I differ from more people. Like, I, and I kind of and I and I learned this from Nick Saban. There's people that I look. You know, I've read you know, a lot of uh, Nick um, Urban Meyer's books and his coaching stuff and. Um, Nick Saban said it. Now I use Alabama as an example. They these dudes went national championship after national championship after national championship, and he says, "Man, you you enjoy it for a week, and then as soon as it's over, they're on to recruiting, and it's it's you. So you, I, so like the day after the meet, the week after the meet, I enjoy it, but dude, that I'm looking for the next year and the next stretch of meets and the next the next set of numbers. It doesn't ever end.
0: I took also from Nick Saban. Nick Saban. Basically said, you don't win with plays; you win with players. And here, I've got. I feel we West Side's the greatest system in the world, but you got to have the talent. Well, if you don't have the talent.
1: Well, just you know? like you said, West Side is uh, what like ten percent powerlifting, eighty percent or ninety percent sports, or yeah. something like that. Like, or five percent powerlifting. People don't realize
0: how big we are in
1: sports. Yeah, it, it's, it's not just powerlifting. It's all
0: science based. Yeah, you like you know, you now. Um You know, just briefly, um, I, you know, of course, your box squad. Everybody, I, say, I tell everybody. The greatest squatters in the world from the very Pat Casey eight hundred nineteen seventy are all box squatters. All of them. What do you uh? How about your bench? Just give us a couple tips on tips on the bench. You you got the biggest a thousand five bench in a full meet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe Donnie had nine fifty, correct? Correct. And so you've just uh, obliterated that at a lot, much lighter body weight. So just give me uh, two tips on the bench.
1: Um, I would say with the type if you're with the type of benching that I do, and I'll just say uh, me specifically. Um this might not, might not apply to like everybody, but you can take something from it. Oh. Um, a lot of what, what helped my bench press is structuring, uh, is positioning the workout. So like if I did like a max effort squat or something like that, I'm not going to go right after the next week and put a bench press shirt on mm-hmm. because that squat's going to tax right. at the numbers you're trying to bench press. those big ass numbers. You kind of need a little bit of a deload and to yeah. kind of wrap around to get into those big benches. So I'll say where you put your workouts, programming, you know, knowing where to put the actual training. Um,
0: so someone, you train someone instinctively. Yes. Yeah. You know, Everybody's different. You cater to the you system. That's why you've never really been hurt. Yeah. Little tweaks, but never had anything. Yeah, I've
1: never had any kind of, anything catastrophic like um, – and I attribute that a lot to Bob Coe. Mm-hmm. Bobby would always, uh, he would always, I remember you would yell at him, Bobby, you're fucking holding him back. You gotta let him do this, you know, gotta let him do that. And Bob's like, well, he's only this fucking. Well, I was a little bit different because you didn't have 18, 19 year old kids squatting a thousand. You're like, dude, this kid's a kid and I don't know if his bones can do this yet. And, you know, like, mm, he's yeah. had those conversations with me. He's like, so um, another thing is the, um just kind of not going. I always left some in the tank, you know I'm what I'm saying? Train optimally. Yeah, tra- that's what I did. Bob had me train optimally. I wasn't overtrained or undertrained. Now, there were times where I got overtrained, but it, it, I didn't stay overtrained because we, we identify. They're like, hey, that's not good. You know?
0: I tell people all the time, too, because a lot of people can't, you know, sometimes gear changes. But I recall you benched 515 and at Karen Klein, and you had 515, and you had It was numbers, actually
1: 425.
0: But all the way up to 815.
1: Correct. No, it was eight, eight, 820.
0: 820. Then you switched it super super duper.
1: Yeah, so I, I had one bench press shirt. This is where I get on people. Everybody tries to find the bench <laughs> press shirt. They switch all these fucking shirts around like, oh, if I just put this shirt on, I'm going to bench 100 pounds more. And that might be the case when you're thread needles on bench press shirts. You know what I'm saying? But in the long and the short of it, when you're just starting, you know what I'm saying? Like I just started. I had one bench press shirt. I went down. You know, Karen, bless her. You know, she's dead now. But yeah. um, we'd go down to Newark. That was the thing. Everybody did here. When you come here, we'll go down to Karen's and we'll get you a bench press shirt. So we'd drive 45 minutes to Newark and uh, she'd go in her... She had all them 100 fucking Great Danes and these (laughs) messed up large animals, like some of the biggest dogs you'd ever seen. And we're like, what in the fucking... You go in and she comes down and she's smoking a pack of Pall Malls. Hey, sweetheart, let me get you some... You know, like she'd come out there and like measure you up and run upstairs and bring you down a bench shirt. And you're like, what the hell? So that, that's how I got my bench shirt. And long, so to what you said, um, the first shirt, the first, my, first, I remember, like, because I saw everybody, I thought it was just a thing to do. You'd write your number after you bench? I learned that from Travis yet at all. I had them all mm-hmm. written in the, in the, in the collar of a shirt. But, yeah, I went from uh, 420 to 820 in the same shirt. I didn't change shirts. But – you weighed two
0: twelve, correct, and you went up to two fifty two in the same shirt. That is hundred. And I always tell people, you gotta learn these shirts, like you're saying, like you know, that the secret is not a shirt laying around; it's you.
1: It's consistency. The yeah. secret is like consistency. Um, you you can't keep changing variables. When you change a bench shirt, you're changing a variable. The more you have a, a consistent variable, it's easier to move numbers up. You get, you know, what I mean, like when shit's not changing all the time. In terms of like your gear, you know what I'm saying. Yep. You stay with one thing and you what, get strong with it.
0: How long have you been in the same squat suit?
1: <laughs> oh, that's the same squat suit. Yeah. I've only had one squat suit. <laughs> well, no, I take Tommy.
0: How many guys? What a, this? Let me get him a get him i well, well, I'll tell you I this. Can't get him a fucking squat,
1: you know. I, I have had two squat suits, but there was um there I only had a different squat suit for when I went 242, and I only used it twice. I squatted 1115 at 264 in it, and I squatted 1025 at 42, and that was the only other time I used that one squat suit. But aside from those two squats, I have had one squat suit, and it's the same squat suit I squatted 1,000 when I was 19, all the way up until now.
0: And you know, you've always trained optimally. I told people, I don't believe, I know your biggest is in Delib, me, up in Canada, right?
1: Uh, you, Let's see.
0: 826.
1: Eight, it was actually, don't ask me why it turned out to be this way. And I don't know how, but I, for whatever, their, their mixture of kilo plates and uh, whatever made it 827 with the collar. So. Okay.
0: But you have never deadlifted. I had to take a de- record deadlift in the meat to break the total record. You always broke it with a deadlift. So you all, even to meet you were out, but had something left in the tank. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So everybody always asks me why I don't pull deadlift PRs, and it's like, well, you know, I would like to pull a deadlift PR, but then it's like, what am I more? It's more like uh, what happened leading into the deadlift. Um, I'm going to go more balls out on a deadlift if uh, if I don't if you know if if i miss the squats and the benches and i'm just having a bad day then i'll try some deadlifts but you know when i get a big squat and that bench is there and it oh well i only need 790 or i only need 800 to break the all-time total record and get paid i'm going to dude that's that's another total in the books you that's know right. what i'm saying like that that's that exactly means right. something after and you can see it now on paper after 10 years of doing that it it adds up
0: now, I know for restoration to keep you huffy, you do a lot of band work, band bar work.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, Bam what boom. about
0: that for your lower back? And um, what do you do to keep your lower back healthy? What's a couple of well, exercises?
1: Here's the thing, man. Like, you, you he writes a th- million articles on reverse hypers. And, like, and people almost, I, I don't know if people think that he's just trying to sell equipment or something, but that shit works. Um, if I didn't have a reverse hyper, there'd be no way I could powerlift mm-hmm. anymore. I've got an L5 spondyla, which mm-hmm. is basically where um, my tailbone curves yep. off my tailbone or off of my actual spine. And, you know, I've got x-rays to show that, you know, I've got it's basically not good back there. And if you saw an x-ray under me under an x-ray, you're like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? You know what I mean? So lots of reverse hypers, you know, high reps, light, lightweight. You know, I kind of re- I kind of waved the hypers, you know, um, a lot of the inverse curl. I do a lot of that stuff, hamstring, hamstring. Um, sled drags. I, 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 don't ask me why, but I walk backwards with a sled a lot. Man. I, I, I mean um, – Jim Hendrickson did that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bamboo bar, any kind of angles, you know, with the hanging kettlebells, with yeah. the bands. Yeah, and
0: uh, I know you get in a, a ATP belt squat.
1: Yes. Belt squat holds. That's probably one thing I like. See, give you this. So I had IT band problems. So I couldn't do a lot of squats. You know what I mean? Or if, you know, if my back, if my back was fucked from free squatting or something and I couldn't do, I remember there was one time when I came, we were in the morning and I, and I, we used a blue band. I just hadn't used the blue band for a while. You know what I mean? And I know it was on my last set. I just did something right and I just knocked the wind out of myself. I was like, motherfucker, man. Like, so there was about two weeks I couldn't really do anything. So, um, I did belt squats, you know, you're, you're not loading the spine, but you're still, you're still, you know, loading the hips and your ass and your hamstrings and, and and it's a good way to get volume. So like, um, um, I did a lot of belt, belt squat, box squats. I did a lot of holds. Uh, when you put those little poles in there, I started doing uh, front squats with a bamboo bar. Um. Crazy fucking Chuck You know he come up with the stupid Let's put a safety squat bar On your back And Then you When you modified the ATP To have deadlift uh, Pins in it yep. That was probably The sweetest thing to ever happen To that machine Us being able to Deadlift out of it Because You kind of hit two Killed two birds With one stone Because you can deadlift And you can squat in it um, We do the pin pulls You know I started doing yep. that With the, You put the belt um, Load the belt With bands Load the belt Squat with bands And do a lot of Pin pulls with it um but yeah, that the belt squat was is probably now that I sit here and think about it, something that I probably use more than all the other things I mentioned.
0: Yeah. Well, that's about all I've got. You got anything you want to finish up with? Any advice to people?
1: Slow and steady wins the race. Rome wasn't built in a day. Uh check your ego at the door. Uh numbers talk and bullshit walks. Uh no one gives a fuck about your opinion. Um don't don't go looking for approval from the fucking internet because you won't find it. It's like trying to slam a revolving door, yell into a fucking black hole. Um, so there's only uh, there's only a couple of people you should really pay attention to or take advice from. I say it's your family, your close friends, and your trading partners or coaches. Those, those are the only fucking people you need to worry about. And if those people aren't giving you good advice, get a new fucking coach. <laughs> so.
0: Or new training partners. Yeah,
1: or new training partners. That's another thing. Can't
0: get a new family.
1: Yeah, you're stuck with that shit. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, I think that about covers it. Hey, Dave, thanks a lot, baby. No problem, man.